0: My name is Karen and this is my podcast. Talk to us. We're not ogres. We're here to listen to you. At Motors Commercials, we are a big family and if you're going through tough times, it's always best to talk to someone. A mental health first aider, a manager or a colleague, we're here for you. I myself are going through an extremely challenging time in my life. Firstly, in 2019, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Thankfully, I'm now three years clear of cancer, but at first I bottled everything up. I didn't talk to anyone about how I was feeling, and I ended up having hypnotherapy, which was great, and helped me with talking to my family about how I was feeling. But I didn't realise how it had affected my family. So with me talking about my diagnosis and treatment, they were able to talk to me about how they felt. November 21, we suddenly lost my mother-in-law to a massive heart attack. Then on the day of her funeral, my father was rushed into hospital with end-stage heart failure. The doctors were amazing, but we were all called into the hospital to say our goodbyes. He was rushed to CCU and spent Christmas in hospital, but by a miracle, he was finally discharged on the 5th of January 22. He's still with us at the age of 84, with a defib implanted in his chest now. But today, I also find myself in another challenging time. My mother of 81 years was diagnosed with colon cancer, a T4 inoperable tumour, which has attached itself to her abdominal wall, with a prognosis of 6 to 12 months. The tumour was found in November 22, but the procedure that she was supposed to have had was, ...should have been done in June 22, so are we in month 12 or 6? Currently, she's just been discharged from hospital after a three-week stay. She had a fall in the garden and ended up with a head laceration and sepsis. Being in the back of an ambulance with the blue lights flashing and the sirens going was frightening for me, let alone my mum. She was rushed into recess and had to be sedated as she was also delirious from the infection. My mum has also been diagnosed five times previously with delirium. Delirium can be triggered by a serious medical illness such as an infection, certain medications or other causes. It's a worsening or change in a person's mental state which happens suddenly. The patient may become confused or be more confused than usual and Oh no, boy is she confused. Approximately 35 to 40% of hospitalised patients with delirium die within one year. The first time mum was diagnosed was June 22. We've started a memory book with photos of family and friends and places of holidays or places she's visited. But she has good days and bad days and it's becoming more bad days than good. My brother and I are now interviewing for 24-hour carers to live with my parents at their house to give her the care that she needs to be able to live at home. We don't want her to go to a home as my dad would not be able to be with her. Also, we don't know how long we've got left with her due to the cancer. We want her remaining days to be filled with happiness and family around her, but sometimes she just isn't my mum. Yes, I've had those thoughts, the ones you never want to have, the ones that where you think... Would it have been kinder if she'd have passed away? I also found out that my brother had had those thoughts, but we didn't want to say anything to each other. But one day it just came out after yet another infection and hospital admission. I hated myself for having those thoughts. But what life does she have? Some days she can't remember her grandkids' names. Some days she thinks it's 1960 and she's living at her parents' and saying, don't tell my mum where I am. Every time she has another infection, which leads to delirium, it wipes another part of her mental state away from her. She has a different mental baseline after every infection. When you see your mum sat in a chair saying, What do I do? Please help me. I'm terrified. It really hits hard. And every day I just have to suck it up and be strong. But I can't be strong every day, it eats away at me. I have only just started to talk to someone about what's happening to me and my family. But I am a person who bottles things up and then explodes. Not the best way to handle things, I know. But you always have to have it in the back of your mind. I can handle this my way. I'm strong. I can manage. But I can't. I'm not afraid to say it, but I'm scared of what's going to happen over the next few months. Is she going to end up back in hospital again? Due to yet another infection or a fall, or end up with delirium again. My manager is brilliant. She understands what I'm going through, but she also knows that I need to be kept busy. My colleagues at Hales Owen are amazing. And if they see me a bit down, I get dragged into an office so I can talk or vent. It's never. Sorry, I haven't got time to listen to you. I've always had those thoughts of I'm going to, I've also had those thoughts of I'm going to lose my job with having to take time off to sort things out. So with everything that is what is happening with my parents and the thoughts of job loss is really messing up my mind. I've ended up at the doctors as I couldn't handle it anymore. And I've been given antidepressants, but the best prognosis is talk, talk, talk. Don't bottle things up. I know I haven't grieved properly for my mother in law. I couldn't I didn't have time I had to put on a brave face for my family and my husband and support them with what was happening with my dad then things started to happen with my mum I feel guilty when I have a day away from it all even going on a course to Hadnham or a weekend away with my dragon boat family I've been told don't feel guilty you need some me time you need it So take it from me, the person who bottles everything up. Talk to us. It's okay not to be okay. When I first started writing this two weeks ago, Mum was at home. On Saturday, the eighth of July, she was rushed into A and E in Worcester with abdominal sepsis again. She was extremely agitated to the point where she had to be sedated, as she was physically hurting herself and me and my brother. We were told by a medical registrar that she was gravely ill and would not survive this admission. We then saw a medical consultant who told us she only had days left. Sunday she was moved onto a medical assessment unit and we were told she'd had a slight improvement. But as a family, together we're meeting with a medical team, it has been the hardest decision that we've ever had to make. But she will be fast-tracked to a nursing home for end-of-life care. We have tried care at home, but with infection after infection and hospital admission after hospital admission, it's not fair on my mum. Today, she's still with us, but we're taking it day by day. Every time my mobile rings, I jump out of my skin waiting for that call. People are asking me every day how my mum is, and I talk probably too much, but I never get told, sorry, haven't got time to listen to you. So take it again from me. Talk to us. It's okay not to be okay. Thanks for listening.